This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majlis. It's the Morning Majlis. Welcome back on to the Morning Majlis. Every October 12th is being recognized as World Arthritis Day. Um, it is a global initiative bringing people together to raise awareness of rheumatic and musculoskeletal diseases. Now, just a fun fact here. Out of every five adults, one adult has arthritis. So you must believe that it is a big issue that we have with us here in the world. So how can you observe the early signs of arthritis in order to act fast? Are there ways to cure it or alleviate the pain that is associated with it? How do you stop it from progressing? What are the lifestyle changes that should be made? All of the questions um, will be answered because here with us we have Dr. Bhavna Khan, um, active supporter at Middle East Arthritis Foundation and consultant rheumatologist. Dr. Bhavna, good morning. You are on the air with us. Good morning, Rania. How are you? I am fantastic. So, uh, Dr. Bhavna, today uh, on the show, we're going to talk all about arthritis and the significance of uh, the day of World Arthritis Day. So can you start by talking to us about what arthritis is? Sure, yeah. I mean, as you rightly mentioned, arthritis is rising. The yeah. incidence and prevalence of arthritis is going high day by day. And I think it's one of the conditions that people do not take it seriously yeah. because people think this is not really life-threatening. Mm. Um, but it can be quite crippling. It can cause a lot of visibility. Now, the word arthritis simply means joint inflammation. Yeah. And we know that arthritis can affect all different age groups from childhood to old people. Again, the misconcept of arthritis being aging is uh, to be, a, it is necessary we address this. Yeah. There are different types of arthritis. Mm. Some forms of arthritis can be due to simple wear and tear process. Some arthritis can result from injuries, old injuries, um, sports injuries. Uh, but what we are really concerned about is rising numbers of conditions called autoimmune arthritis, mm. which means these can affect people of all age group due to overactive or uncontrolled immune system. Mm. And this can affect your joints by causing inflammation and progressive joint damage. And this is one of the arthritis that we are particularly concerned because this can be prevented, treated early, and one can um, prevent the joint damage as well. So there are different forms of arthritis. Mm. And if one has symptoms of joint pain, swelling or stiffness, you need to get help early enough. That's the message for today. What, ab what about um, all forms of arthritis? You mentioned that. Um, yeah. does, all forms, do they all um, worsen with age? I mean, clearly with the age and use and uh, abuse and misuse of your joints, mm. um, the cartilage tends to wear out. So yeah. certainly all forms of arthritis does get worse during, you know, as we age. Mm -hmm. But there are ways to prevent it and there are ways to delay it. And this is purely by moving. I mean, that is one of the major problems we face worldwide today. Due to sedentary work style and, you know, laptops, computer work, people don't get, um, you know, to move their joints to strengthen their muscles, exercise, and this can lead to worsening of any form of arthritis. So I cannot emphasize enough mm. how important it is to uh, keep moving, strengthen your muscles and, and exercise on a regular basis. Are and there... that applies to all forms of arthritis. Now, are there ways uh, to stop it from progressing? Yes, 
um, certainly depends on which type of arthritis. Mm. You know, as I said, you know, aging-related or osteoarthritis, which is due to wear and tear in the cartilage, can be prevented or it, you can stop progression by simply exercising, strengthening your joints, eating healthy, and obesity. That is one of the major risk factors for worsening mm. of joints. And eating healthy, uh, you know, controlling your weight is is a major factor because you reduce the burden on your weight-bearing joints like knees hips and uh, ankles so lifestyle changes definitely these are the only ways uh, people recourse to you know various supplements not all of them can stop the progression but of course some uh, supplements can do that uh, such as glucosamine chondroitin uh, supplements also eating healthy diet you know we have certain uh, food which are um, pro-inflammatory and there are certain food which are anti-inflammatory mm. and we want to promote you know healthy eating where you have uh, less of fat, less of sugar, carbohydrates, and uh, eat healthily as in, you know, um, oily fish. Uh, vitamin D and calcium is, is very important for your muscle and joint strength. Mm -hmm. So plenty of uh, calcium rich food like fish, eggs, um, and, and also uh, uh, leafy vegetables. Mm -hmm. uh, vitamin D is very important. We have a significant vitamin D deficiency in this part of the world, yeah. purely because of lack of sun. And uh, regular exposure to sun, direct sunlight is important in maintaining your vitamin D levels. So all these factors are important in preventing arthritis. Yeah, and can you talk to us about uh, what's happening in this country in particular in the Middle East region as far as uh, the prevalence of arthritis? Uh, is it more or less uh, than other parts of the world? Uh, could you just elaborate on that aspect? Yeah, sure. We certainly know that it's on the rise, although it is very difficult to um, measure the prevalence and incidence because Dubai and UAE, as we know, is a moving population. So uh, there aren't any large epidemiological studies to document the exact prevalence. But we know that approximately one in five persons are affected by some of the other forms of arthritis, whether it is wear and tear, whether it is um, you know uh, injury related or autoimmune arthritis. As I mentioned, uh, rheumatologists are particularly uh, concerned about rising number of autoimmune arthritis, such as rheumatoid arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis. Mm. And these are the forms of arthritis that can um, affect young people and can cause deformities and, and joint damage. So this is what we are more concerned about. And we know that the prevalence is very high. Uh, the challenges are delaying diagnosis because of lack of awareness amongst uh, people. They may not uh, get the right help at the right time, uh, or they may see the wrong specialists, and hence the diagnosis can be delayed. This is one of the major challenges in this part of the world. Although it has improved over the last decade, uh, we still see people coming at a very late stage or very uh, uh, late uh, with their joint manifestations without a diagnosis. So the key thing is early diagnosis, yeah. early treatment, and that's what can prevent. Speaking you know, of early diagnosis, what are the, the, the early signs that one could look out for in order to yeah. go and get their self-diagnosed? Sure. Checked? Um, the earliest sign of, uh, you know, uh, a joint uh, inflammation is, of course, pain, but mm -hmm. also what we call as inactivity stiffness, which means your joint hurts or gets very stiff when you don't move. So yeah. typically, first thing in the morning when you wake up, if you feel any joints are swollen, any joints are very stiff, and uh, it improves with movement, say over an hour or so, you start feeling a bit more mobile and uh, less stiff. This is an early warning sign of an inflammatory arthritis. And this is something you can't ignore and ask for help. Any joint that is swollen 
um, you know, and, and painful, you need to get, um, you know, you need to be aware that this could be an early sign of arthritis or a inflammatory arthritis. Um, or people getting recurrent tendonitis, tendon inflammations, mm. uh, heel pains. Achilles tendon is one of the tendons that can get inflamed in a condition called psoriatic arthritis. Mm. Or if you have a skin condition, yeah. um, psoriasis, you need to be vigilant about any joint pain you experience. And back pain, of course. Uh, low back pain that is worse when you don't move or you wake up with a back stiffness and this could be an early sign of a type of arthritis called spondyloarthritis. Mm. So these are some of the early signs. We got a, we got a text here from Yusuf uh, and he's asking us about uh, in terms of treating arthritis, you've got your conventional treatments as well, but what about alternative medicine? Is that something you recommend to patients? Things like acupuncture, for example? That's a great question. Yeah. It's uh, it's a great question. I think the whole world is moving into alternative therapy, naturopathy these days. Um, I do not necessarily have an insight into the, the uh, science of these uh, different alternative therapies. But what I can tell is uh, acupuncture, particularly that you mentioned, mm. we do uh, suggest uh, acupuncture in certain types of painful conditions, especially chronic pain. So in my opinion, acupuncture cannot cure inflammatory arthritis. Um, and it's, it's also, uh, you know, uh, based on evidence and uh, 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 scientific evidence and experience. Acupuncture is a way of um, treating pain. So in other words, it helps pain management. It can distract your nerve fibers from conveying pain signals to your brain. So it works really well. But the types of arthritis we're talking about, you know, the rheumatoid arthritis, the psoriatic arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, there is no cure for, for these conditions. That is a hard fact. But we can control it, we can treat it early with certain medication that can actually stop the disease process. That's what is important. It's not just important to treat your pain, but it's important to treat the underlying cause. In these conditions, the underlying cause is overactive immune system that is fighting your own joints, causing damage and inflammation. So there are huge advances in the treatment of arthritis that can actually stop inflammation, stop your joint damage if you start the treatment early enough. Yeah, and in, and in terms of access to the treatment in the first place uh, here in the country, could you talk to us about the challenges of uh, this uh, condition being covered by insurance companies? Yeah, sure. Um, well, from the, the, the Dubai Health Authority Initiative, the basic treatment for any form of inflammatory arthritis should be covered by all insurance policies. So by the, by the word basic treatment, we mean certain conventional disease-modifying treatments Methotrexate, for instance, is one of the common drugs we use for inflammatory arthritis. It is, it's not very expensive and most people can afford it and insurance companies do cover it. And when people do not respond to the conventional or the traditional disease modifying treatments or the basic treatments, we then move on to the next step of treatment called the biological treatment. These are, these are called miracles in the modern uh, rheumatology because they can actually improve lifestyle to a great uh, uh, extent and stop the disease from progressing. However, they are very expensive. So we are conscious and we are aware of the fact that not everybody needs it, not everybody can afford it. So we usually reserve these for people who do not respond to the conventional treatment. Yes, there are some challenges where the very basic uh, insurance categories may not uh, cover these expensive treatments, but there are other ways of helping because you know there are government initiatives, there are charity programs where people who are really deserving and cannot financially afford these costs, we simply refer them to that. 
but most of the uh, uh, insurance policies cover um, uh, at least basic um, disease modifying agents. Yes, of course, the high expense uh, biologic treatments can be sometimes challenging to, uh, uh, to cover. So can physical therapy help with alleviating the pain or, or reducing the pain and, and swelling and stiffness of, for example, let's say uh, osteoarthritis? Absolutely. Physiotherapy plays a major role in the treatment of all forms of arthritis. Okay. If it is a wear and tear related osteoarthritis, people often don't use their weight bearing joints because mm. of pain. And that can lead to secondary loss of muscle mass and can cause muscle wasting and muscle weakness. So physiotherapy helps in maintaining and improving muscle strength. It also, you know, physiotherapy colleagues can op- uh, also help you with splinting the joints when the joints are highly inflamed so that you can give it appropriate rest and allow it to heal. Um, so needless to say that, you know, exercise program that is uh, individualized, it is tailored for each individual uh, joint, has to be recommended and, and uh, trained by the physiotherapists. Because often we see people when they start getting joint pains, they straight away hit the gym and start running on the treadmill. And this is not the right approach. And physiotherapy is is one of the main treatments in the early forms of arthritis. And even for the advanced arthritis uh, in joint protection, in joint uh, maintenance of the joint function and improving muscle strength. Are there any uh, daily bad habits that we all practice that we're not aware of that might be a causing factor of arthritis. For example, there's this myth. When I was younger, my I used to, I used to love cracking my knuckles, and I remember <laughs> the elder, my mom and my grandmother, they say, "Don't do that. This will cause you arthritis." I don't know. If this is this is true, or is it just a myth? That's a good question. It, it, it's a very common question, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm asked this question all the time. Yeah. I don't think there's any evidence to say that cracking your fingers can cause arthritis. Yeah. But <laughs> of course, you know, repeated trauma, as in, you know, uh, if if you're sort of cracking all the time and yeah. uh, causing some form of trauma to your small joints, may lead to wear and tear in the arthritis. But I think you need to understand why the person is cracking the joints. It's probably because the joints are stiff, so you want to sort of move them. And the stiffness comes from prolonged inactivity or overuse. Uh I think that the typical example is texting. We know that, you know, people who are hooked onto their mobiles and texting all the time, uh, you can get texter's thumbs and texter's fingers. This can cause a lot of strain on the tendons, can trigger your joints. So this is Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why people uh, who are repeatedly texting and typing a lot can come with joint pains in their hands. And yeah. this is not necessarily an inflammatory arthritis. So, yeah, cracking, I suppose, you know, if you repeatedly do that, it may cause a bit of wear and tear, but you need to see why you're cracking in the first instance. Is it just yeah. out of habit or is it because your joints are stiff and not mobile? Okay. You've talked about obesity as a risk factor, um, genetics as well. But is there a divide along gender lines? Are women more likely to have uh, arthritis than men or vice versa? Well, there are certain types of arthritis, we clearly see the gender differences, uh, such as rheumatoid arthritis, uh, SLE, which is uh, uh, one of the connective tissue autoimmune diseases. Um, These are all very common in women. Literally every uh, one man affected, there are nine women affected. So we see a gender preponderance in these type of conditions, while some other conditions such as psoriatic arthritis could be equally distributed amongst men and women. Uh, Osteoarthritis, again, due to uh, aging and wear and tear in the joints, could be seen equally in both men and women. Uh, Ankylosing spondylitis, for instance, is one of the conditions that seems to affect men more than women. Um, And uh, 
uh, again, uh, genetic factors do play uh, a big role in this. Uh, but wear and tear type of arthritis, osteoarthritis, is more common uh, in, 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 well, it's common uh, in, in both genders. Osteoporosis, another condition which is due to uh, general bone turnover uh, slowdown, and this can affect women more than men because uh, bones are protected by estrogen hormone, and yeah. women, when they attain menopause, the estrogen protection of the bone tends to get lower as uh, they, they age progresses. So this is more common in women. Uh, however, men can get osteoporosis as well because of decreasing levels of testosterone. Uh, so yes, we do see gender differences in some conditions and in some conditions it's equal. Mm. Well, we were, we, were, we were talking to Dr. Bhavna Khan, a consultant rheumatologist and active supporter at Middle East Arthritis Foundation. Uh, and today we're marking uh, World Arthritis Day. And uh, Dr. Bhavna, if you have one more uh, message to the listeners here uh, as far as uh, being aware of what arthritis is and its impact on us, what's one thing you could tell them right now? I would say don't ignore your joint symptoms. If you mm. do have joint pains that last over a period of time, if it is affecting your day-to-day -day activities, you must get your joints checked. At the same time, make sure your lifestyle measures, your diet, and keep moving. Um, we, we are promoting Movement Mantra. If uh, any of you um, logged into our sessions in the last two, three days, uh, there's been a huge emphasis on movement. Keep moving, keep exercising, and maintain a healthy lifestyle, and do not ignore your joint symptoms. Right. Um, again, I would like to urge and request all our participants to please log in to the Middle East Arthritis Foundation event. We've put in a lot of efforts to increase awareness of different forms of arthritis. There are daily uh, webinars and there are daily sessions where we can answer your questions. Please log in and we can help. Thank you very much for inviting me to this uh, show. Thank I'm you. Really Thank, Thank you. It was a pleasure. We appreciate it as well, uh, Dr. Bhavna, for enlightening us and uh, our audience as well about uh, what arthritis is uh, and uh, how to avoid it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank for inviting me. Th Thank you, Dr. Bhavna. Uh, stay tuned to the Pulse 95. We've got more stories lined up on the morning measures this morning. This is Pulse 95.